Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm Craig. Uh, I'm Nick. We are. We are Master Brothers Presents. Nick is back. I'm back again. Back. Back in the USR. How long? How many have you done in between the last one? I don't know. How many have we done? Two. Two, so three, I've been four, for five. Two. He's missed the alien stories. Yeah. I you want to talk about anything about aliens? No. Nothing? Nothing. All right. You hush it. It got cold. It did get cold. It's nice. Cold-ish. Not really cold, but it, it turned. The calendar Doug's says crying. it's fall, and the weather says it's fall. Doug hates it. Yeah, Doug hates it. I don't. I love it. What do you like, Creep? Used to, I'd say summer's my favorite season, but I honestly really like this. I like this better. Weather. Summer's overrated. <laughs> I like it all, I guess. Spring is my least favorite season. Yeah. It's just weird. I don't know why. I don't like spring. In the fall, when it gets cold, it don't feel as cold. It's like, oh, it's cold, and then it turns winter. But in the spring, when it's warm it's and so it turns cold again, it's like freezing. Yeah. It's, it's like the coldest cold. <laughs> well, you got any news to talk about? No. Shoot, son, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> Do you want to say anything, or you want to start our team? I don't really know what to say. You have anything to say? I have a lot to say. I'm but say I'm not it. Going to say it. Don't say it then, man. Yeah can't say what i want to say we said too many parameters when we started this show yeah no politics or religion i could probably spend like 13 episodes probably more than that probably half of every episode i could spend on that because there's a lot going on but uh, we're not gonna but yeah let's do our top 10 all right tell Since them what it is it is officially fall. fall we are going to do our top 10 songs of fall <laughs> we did of songs of summer. So now we're going to do songs of fall. Songs of fall. Uh, the parameters obviously are very wide. Because, wide open. You know, this is very... Uh, A song you've heard in the fall. It's very very open to interpretation. So <laughs> you want to start us out or you want me to? You start us out. I will start us out. All right. My number 10 is... So we you normally, usually say who the artist is too, but this song's been done by a lot of people, so... I don't have a specific artist um, that's like released this song that I like, but there is a video of it on YouTube that I really like, and <laughs> it, but it's not been released like by um, this person. It is "Stay a Little Longer." Stay all night, stay a little longer. Dance all night, dance a little longer. That song. Okay. And the video is who all's in it? Rodney Crowell. Rodney Crowell. Steve, Steve Earl. Earl. And I think that's only two in the video. Um, there's a bunch of other people in the video, but it's it, they filmed it on like what Christmas Eve, nineteen seventy something. Yeah, and I it go watch, awesome. go look that video it's a, up. It's uh, it looked like a fun. Night. It's it's a cool <laughs> video. So that's number ten. All right. Why does that make you think of fall? Well, it just looks because they're wearing like their flannels and oh. their old school stuff, and they got <laughs> their Marlboro red sitting there. I don't know. It just it looks. <laughs> It looks like the leaves are falling, even though it's actually winter when they done the song. So this could be both, yeah. but it's a colder, colder weather looking yeah. song. All right. My number 10 is a song by Tim McGraw, and it's called How I'll Always Be. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think I know that. I don't know. Yeah. Do I? Yeah. It's like, I'll always be a fan of old stray dogs and guitars playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that made my list. Why that? 
Because one time, several years ago, uh, our mom's car broke down in Tennessee. Yeah, and me and, and me and you and we Daddy, bought that album, didn't we? Me and you and Daddy went to Tennessee <laughs> to pick it up, and we were at Walmart for like I don't know. We were in the Walmart parking lot for a long time. We went in and saw this CD on the shelf. Like, let's buy it. Yeah, and then we listened to it. That was four years ago. It 2016. was 2016. Yeah, and then I listened to that CD that fall. <laughs> that song. <about laughs> That's a pretty good album. I'll need to. I'll have to look that up and listen yeah. to it some. It's good. All right. All right. My number nine is "Don't Fear the Reaper." Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. There are a few other versions of it, ain't there? Yeah. But theirs is the best. Theirs is the main. Version. They wrote it. You know, it's their song. And do you know why that song? Because of Scream. It's in Scream. Even though their version wasn't the one used in Scream. It wasn't, but. I like their version better. I like how it is in Scream too. I think it's really cool how they put it in there. Yeah. And if I, I wasn't even thinking of that. That's I don't want to give away something about the movie Scream because you might not have seen it. It's a good movie, but the song correlates very well to the scene that it's in. We'll just say that. Yeah. All right. All right. Number nine is a song by Hank Williams the Third. It's called Angel of Sin. I don't think I know that. <laughs> it's on his Straight to Hell album. Lordy Dave, the vulgarness coming out of you with this music. Yeah. <laughs> this one is on my list because I listened to, I bought this CD several years ago in the fall. Yeah. And I listened to it nonstop. And it just is raining and leaves are falling. And when I hear this, it just, I can close my eyes and I'm in, it's cool. And there's rain and leaves falling. Yeah. Good. Takes me back, man. <laughs> Cause right. when you're loving an angel, my number eight. Oh. Sorry, are you oh, done? Yeah, I was no. Sorry, I, I didn't realize you were still talking. Craig interrupted. My number eight. Let's slide it down to ten. Let's move them other two up. <laughs> okay. And number seven too, but oh. we're, we'll just read them in order. About House of the Rising Sun. Why in the world you put that? Well, because it's a creepy song. and so I've never falls. even heard you listen to that song. I don't really. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. it just came. I thought it when I was thinking about this, it made me think of this song. Whose version? It's been done by a lot of people. Who's the, the animals? Is that who the original is? Uh, I don't know. There's I think it's the animals. I don't think there's the original. I think Lead Belly did a version. Oh, yeah. Probably, an, probably did. I think it's an old blues song. Um, when you say lead belly, it makes me think of something else I should have put on my list that I didn't. That one made my list. <laughs> that should have. I should have put that on here. <laughs> Absolutely should have. <laughs> yeah, so I put this on there. Um, I don't know. Throw away. I don't know. Go ahead. Go <laughs> okay. to your number eight. Number eight. I honestly could have made a whole list of this guy's songs. Because when I was in high school, and then after high school... No, maybe it's during high school. Craig had this guy's CDs, and we just seemed like it was always fall when we were listening to them. <laughs> this one is a Jason Aldean. <laughs> no, this song is Two Night Town. Yeah. Because I listened to it. This was all my songs from like the same time period. Time period. Yeah. Yeah. And the, nah, this song, I listened to it a lot. It was fall when I was listening to it, driving around. <laughs> Get enough for me. <laughs> Get enough for me, son. <laughs> All right. My number seven uh, is Ghostbusters. 
the song Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. What yeah. the heck kind of list are you making? <laughs> I've never heard you listen to that song either. I, I listen to it. Chesney likes it. So we listened to it. Oh. And last year, before she turned one, we were out. You know, you can buy those trash bag pumpkin men. You know, you fill yeah. leaves full of them and they look like a man yeah. with a pumpkin head. We were outside doing that when the leaves had fallen and we were listening to Ghostbusters. And so, you know, every time I listen to music, I sing. And uh, she's sitting there and we're singing and she goes, Ghostbusters! When it gets to that part. And it's just hilarious. So I had to put it on here. Okay. All right. <laughs> Number seven for me is a song by a band called Slipknot. Oh, my God. The song is called... <laughs> X I X. I don't know what it's how you pronounce it, but whenever I first thought of fall songs, this is the first song that popped into my head. Okay. Because I had I listened to this song a few years ago when I was cutting firewood in the fall. I was back on back up on way back up Cold Mountain somewhere and on some on an old dirt road and I listened to it driving up there <laughs> and driving back home. <laughs> and I think of it, it just sounds like fall. It's like Rrr. he questions my Ghostbusters, and then he puts that on there. I've never heard of that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the XIX means or yeah. if it's supposed to be a word. In Roman numerals, it's 19. I didn't know that Doug just showed me. Yeah, that's it. 19. Maybe I don't 19. 1985. Okay. Okay. Uh, number six is. A song called Big Iron, Marty <laughs> Robbins. <laughs> and you know why I put this on there? Yep. We, uh, every year, used to, and I mean, hit and miss more now, I guess for me at least. We'd go hunting, and with my dad and grandpa, me and Nick, and there for a long time, my grandpa had a Marty Robbins CD. I think his CD player quit working, so we didn't listen to it no more. <laughs> but for a long time, we listened to that Marty Robbins CD, and this is his favorite song on there, so I put it on there. <laughs> it's a good song. Yeah, and I listened to Culture Wall's version. I like it. It was really good. I liked it. But When, we, yeah, when me song. and Doug saw Culture Wall, he sang it in Nashville. It was good. You remember that, Doug? Where did you see him at? Trashville? Yeah. yeah okay. That's where we were at. <laughs> No, people might confuse that with Nashville. Oh, yeah. Trashville number two. <laughs> Local Trashville. Local, <laughs> Local to us. Nashville, Smashville. No, no, it's Trashville. Trashville, Tennessee, and we saw them in Trashville, North Carolina. <laughs> okay. I like Nashville, though, kind of. So. <laughs> the music's trash. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Number, what am I on? Six? Yep. All right. Number six. It's this guy's second appearance. It's called Dirt Road Anthem. Because <laughs> that song came out my senior year and Craig bought the CD. And it seemed like every time I went somewhere with him. I used to really like Jason. We listened to that CD every time I got in his car. And that song, we, Craig, he turned up as loud as it would go and rolled the windows down. I've seen him three times in concert. Uh, he's, he, I mean, I don't really listen to him now, but. He's pretty good. This music, was, this stuff was good. Mm -hmm. He just got repetitive. It's the same stuff over and over. Yep. 
Yeah, I could see probably blaring it. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I might blare it today now. Yeah, and I was, <laughs> I made a copy of that CD, and I listened to it. I drove Allie. After school, I had to drive alleys and places. And I'd, That's our cousin. Yeah, our cousin. And it was always, it was cool, and I'd roll my window down and have it turned up loud, and it was, I just set the, I can't describe the mood it fit. It was just awesome. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and Allie liked it. She was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Long as it wasn't Hank Williams Jr. Why? Did she complain you had, we were listening to that or something? I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, number five for me is one of my favorite bands and but this song is not really popular um it's leonard skinnard and the song is things going on and it's from what their first album yeah and there's a reason this song's on here and you can't, I, I figured you would know why you probably don't remember why is it when we went to the yes yeah <laughs> me and nick went to a event that i'm was... not gonna say what it is because it was in Asheville. It was in Asheville. It was an event. And we drove his uh, Ford Ranger. Ford Ranger, and he had, had all his cassette cassettes. Tape. And it had, a, it had a cassette player in it, and I had a bunch of all yeah. Leonard Skinner cassettes. Yeah, and as we were leaving, we had the windows down. It was in October. <laughs> yeah. And I, this song stood out the most that we were listening. It kind of correlates with what we were doing that day. Yep. So, so if you listen to that song, you can probably figure out, I don't know. You may not can. Should I tell the year that we were? No, it doesn't matter. Anyway. But he's like, put that in. We'll turn it up loud. Like, so okay. we did. <laughs> so I made my list. It makes me, puts me back in that moment. And that was also the same time I said, you don't have the lights on. You have to pull the knob out all the way. And you went and grabbed it. You're like, I pulled it. I'm like, I don't think you did. Yeah, we drove home we in the dark with the lights on. We were on the interstate, and I was like, we don't have any lights on, Craig. And I, he's like, oh, crap. I was like, how did we make it this far? I, I don't know. Right. Okay, so my number five is a song called Little Feathered Indians by Tyler Childers. No, 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 no. Doug just threw his pen. He must hate Doug's that song. Doug's throwing his pen. He don't like his song. Does That's he, on Doug? my list because that album, Purgatory, come out in 2017. I bought that CD and I listened. To the real reason it's on my list, I can't say on air. I listen to it a lot, driving around, uh, doing awesome stuff in the Turn fall. it up. Good. Good, good. All right. You ready for my number four? Let's hear it. Um, this is the first time, first of twice, too, that this band will be on here. And number four is Axe by Steel Woods. Steel Woods. And I put that on here because... Sounds like fall. He's talking about swinging an axe. I will swing <laughs> this axe. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a good song. And uh, that's pretty much it. It <laughs> sounds like fall if you listen to it. So. All right. Number four for me. It's a song by Allison Krauss and Union Station. And it's sung by Dan Dominski. It's called The Boy Who Wouldn't Hoe Corn. Yeah, that's good. That song about Doug. Yeah. <laughs> when you... <laughs> Is that right, Doug? No, this guy planted his corn. He just wouldn't hoe it. <laughs> Doug won't plant the corn. <laughs> it's about me. I'll plant the beans, but I won't hoe them. Yeah. <laughs> but when you hear it, it sounds like fall. And yeah. I listen to this a I lot. Was... Selling firewood in the fall. Good. 
It was after the one night in particular sticks out. The time had changed and it was like 5.30 and dark. And this came on. I was like, yeah, it feels right. <laughs> good, good. Mm. All right. Number three. The Stillwoods make their second appearance with the song called Better in the Fall. <laughs> And I don't think I need to say anything else. <laughs> there it is. It's number three. <laughs> All right. Number three for me. Song called Born to Die by Lana Del Rey. Okay. <laughs> it wouldn't make sense if I told you why it's on my list, but it's just there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That works. Okay. All right. My next song is by an artist who is making their first appearance on my list, but not their last for number two. So that tells you who number one's (laughs) going to be by. Um, And these two are pretty close, but I I definitely think I got them in the right order. So number two for me is Good Time Charlie's Got the Blues, Elvis version. I like Charlie Rich's version too, but Elvis wins out. Called Elvis, and this song just sounds like I don't know. Sounds like fall. Sounds like a dreary fall day. It sounds like it'd be raining. Yeah, and you don't have anything to do. You're at home alone. <laughs> I wish Elvis would have included the verse he left out. He didn't for a reason, I'm sure. You know what verse I'm talking about? I know. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Number two for me is another Allison Krauss Union Station song. And it's called Let Me Touch You For a While. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, like I'll, Let me touch when I hear bluegrass, it just sounds like fall. Yeah. Especially Allison Krauss, because I listen to her a lot. We're going hunting. And it's always fall when I'm going hunting. It and is? this song. Yeah. It's a good song. <laughs> You should listen to it. I know it. Oh, you're telling the people. Yeah, the people should listen to it. Write it down, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Doug, say excuse me. Doug, what'd you burp like that for in Nick's mic? Okay. Write it down. Let me touch you for a while. Allison Krauss, Union Station. All right, Craig, what's your number one? Number one. I'm going to guess who it's by. Who? Elvis. It is by Elvis. (laughs) Do you have any idea what song it'll be? Nope. He's not the only version of the song. But I like his first best. And it's funny how time slips away. That ain't a fall. How's that fall song? It is to me. Mainly, I think what makes it fall is this is stuff that I used to go to Dollywood all the time. And when I would come home from Dollywood at night, I would listen to these songs. And it sticks out to me more being in the fall for some reason. I don't know why. And it just driving down these this old country back road that I take, listening to this in the fall time. So it just sticks out. All right. That's all. Okay. You ready for my number one? Uh, yes. Let me guess. No. Nope. Well, you oh, know what it is. I know what it is. I know. Doug, you know what it is? <laughs> it's a song called, well, I'm not sure. It's called many different things. But song I should have put on my list. Number one is a. Nirvana's version of a song <laughs> called Where Did You Sleep Last Night? My it's been girl, called many different things throughout the years, girl, but that's what they called it. Don't lie to me. 
Tell me where did you sleep last night? Kurt sings it way better than Craig did, so... <laughs> nah, it's, that's pretty much what it sounds like. No, it's a good song. In the yeah. I, I See, I, their version's fine. But I think I like the more bluegrassy version. But it was never a bluegrass. It was a blues song to start with. Yeah. In the pines, in the pines, whenever, with I, some. whenever I hear it by the bluegrass, it's like, in the pines, 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 I'm like, I don't like that. In the pines, so in the pines, with sun, ever shine. And it don't even have the same words. And the shipper with cold wind blow. Thought of something else I should have put on here. What? You know that song, it's unjustified. Which <laughs> woman sings it? Oh, goes, Mags? Yeah. Hi, old man, no. That sounds like fall. Yeah. Sing it, Doug. Wondering where the years of my life have gone. How do I know? <laughs> all right. I'll hush. <clears throat> so, that's Doug, all. Is it, Doug, you want to add anything? Is it time for an impromptu sing-along? What's Craig think? Oh, they tell me of a home where no... I just wanted you to know. Sing it, Craig. Sometimes driving home at night, I let your memory take control. And you're sitting by my side. I turn up the radio, cruise down old Route 59. Girl, it's solid gold. I'll let you go. I just wanted you to know. All right. Boy, that was good. That <laughs> was fine. That's good, boys. <laughs> Send that to Nashville, Doug. <laughs> That's going to get us one of them record deals. Yeah, Write it down, Doug. Put it in Nashville. <laughs> no? Do we need to sing again? <laughs> Another impromptu sing-along, you say, Doug? <laughs> You heard it. You heard it, Craig. He said, do it. What are we going to sing now? You started off. What are you going to sing now, boys? I got to think. <laughs> oh, man. Craig lost it. I did. I'm sorry. Man. Craig killed the mood. Mood killer. Mood killer. Doug, what? Did he say do it again? He said do it again. He said do it again. <laughs> sing it. Oh. What are, we, <laughs> what are we singing? Sing that one song. Which that one? Uh, what's it called? How's it start? Oh, I know how it starts. Yeah, start it then. Oh, <laughs> I was out of my mind <laughs> the first night we met. I, I was, was feeling lonely and blue. I just moved to the country to give me some rest. The city put a hurting on you. Best part. Especially a fella from eastern Kentucky without a penny or worth to his name. Wasting his life on a burning desire and chasing that honky-tonk flame. All right. That's good, boys. <laughs> All right. We are going to begin our story for the day. And this one is sprung on Nick. Uh, I didn't tell him what he was going to do. Didn't tell me. I just picked something out. I found something I thought was pretty interesting, so I ran with it. So he's going to just uh, listen. Yeah. And add his opinions. <laughs> yep. That's opinions. <laughs> opinions. <laughs> opinions. Doug. Hmm. Opinions. 
Doug. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a North Carolina story. The Beast of Bladenboro. Dun, dun, dun. Bladenboro, North Carolina is a small town. Have you ever heard of it? Bladenboro? I've heard of it. Where's it's it at? down below Fayetteville. It's the closest it is. I think I've been there. I doubt it. Why would you have been there? Is it on the coast? Nah, well, not. I don't know how far it is from the coast. It, it sounds it's like it's not super far. I think it sounds like it's near where we went hunting. I don't think it's that it's direction. Not that, oh, never mind. I think that's too I'm far wrong. south. Oh, Bladenboro. Uh, anyway, it's described as a small town with pine forest and swamps. One thing has made it legendary, though: the beast, which had a killing spree of animals in the winter of fifty-three and fifty-four. Nineteen. That is nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yes, I should add that. Not eighteen. Not 2000. 19, well, I would hope not. 1953-54. Many witnesses and even some trackers were brought in and said that it was most likely a wildcat, but they could not confirm any identity. Reports say that the animal crushed and decapitated its victims, hmm. which was mainly family dogs. December 29th, 1952, no, that is incorrect. 1953. Craig. A woman could hear her neighbor's dog barking and whimpering. Obviously, what do you do in that case? I mean, it was bothering her, so she went outside, as I'm sure most people would do, to see what was going on. And what she saw, she said, sent shockwaves through her. She saw a large cat-like creature with sleek black and about five foot long. Hmm. She said it slinked in off into the darkness. Two days later, on December 31st... What color did you say it was? Black. And how long? Five foot. Did it have a long tail? Uh, No mention of that in her comment. Oh. Two days later, on December 31st, which is what? What's December 31st? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. (laughs) Two dogs were found dead with a ton of blood near the kennel. The owner said the dogs were torn... Into ribbons and crushed. Hmm. His, he's got a full quote. He said, my dogs put up a good fight. There was blood all over the porch. Big puddles of it. And there was a pool of saliva on the porch. It killed one dog at 1030 and left it laying there. My dad wrapped the dog up in a blanket. That thing came back and got that dog and nobody's seen the dog since. Hmm. At 1.30 in the morning, it came back and killed the other dog and took it off. Hold on a second. So it killed a dog. He wrapped one of them up and left it outside. Yeah, why wouldn't he bring it? it why wouldn't he bring it inside? I, I have no idea. Um, and then he said at one thirty in the morning, it came back and killed the other dog and took it off. We found it three days later mm. in a hedgerow. The top of one of the dog's heads was torn off, and the body was crushed and wet, like it had been in the thing's mouth. The other dog's lower jaw was torn off. So, something is absolutely tearing these dogs up. Like, are these confirmed things that happened or just stories you've heard? It was, they reported it, newspaper reported it. I mean, (laughs) it was, it was a thing in this time. Okay. At the end, we'll talk about some theories that have circulated since. Um, You know, I... I don't know. It's it's interesting for sure. The next day, um, on the first, which is what 
New Year's. New Year's Day. Two more dogs were found killed on another farm. Then on the second, another farmer said his dog was killed. The third brought two more deaths, hmm. two more dogs. Um, one of those two dogs actually ended up, they did an autopsy on it. And it showed that all the blood except two or three drops was gone from the dog. So something they believe is sucking the blood out of these animals as well. Not That's just weird. killing them, drinking the blood. That's weird. The bottom lip was busted and the jaw bones were smashed. Hmm. More deaths came on the 5th. This time it was a rabbit, which was decapitated perfectly, they said, and still warm when it was found. Also on the 5th, we had an attempted attack on a woman. C.E. Kinslaw. <laughs> what was that? I was thinking, this thing was killing animals and it attempted to attack the it woman. Attempted to attack but the woman, woman couldn't tell what it was. Well, she gives a description. Oh, okay. I think she does. I know. Maybe she don't. I don't know. But anyway, C.E. Kinslaw, who heard a dog whimpering outside from her home, went outside to see. She said that a huge cat-like creature rushed her. She starts screaming, and her husband come running outside, and she said the beast took off. The beast took off. January 7th. Did she give a color? No. That's all it says. Just a cat-like creature. Yeah, cat-like creature. I'm sure black. I mean, I'm assuming. January 7th, a dead dog was found near the swamp, and then a goat was also reported dead the same day with its head flattened. Flattened. Yes. Once these were reported, and uh, the the woman's story was reported pretty good. I saw newspaper clips of it. Um, they had a lot of men showed up. 600 men showed up. Some of them as far away as Tennessee, which Fayetteville, Tennessee is pretty good ways, or outside of Fayetteville. Come to hunt the beast. But there's a problem. They don't really know what they're hunting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's varying opinions of the time. Some thought it was a Carolina Panther, which was supposed, not the football team, but they said it was supposed to be extinct at the time. They said they didn't exist anymore. Some said that it was a stray dog or a coyote. Some descriptions said that it was four and a half foot long, bushy, looking like a bear or a panther. Then at the same time, there were some reports that said it was small and some reports saying that there was uh, it was small and that there was another smaller one running around with it. I don't understand why the woman and the, her husband saw the thing and they couldn't give a better description than cat-like creature. Cat-like creature. <laughs> if something was trying to attack me, I think it I'd shocked s- her. I don't know. I mean, uh, a detailed description that came out of all this said that it was 20 inches tall. 14 inches of tail, a tail of 14 inches, dark colored face, or dark colored total, the face of a cat, and huge. <laughs> That's their best description that was given of this thing. Our <laughs> thing was about 20 inches tall, the tail was 14 inches. How do you know that? That's 20 like, inches tall, 14 inches long. That's tiny. It don't sound that big to me, but they said it was huge. <laughs> huge. <laughs> I don't know. Does that sound big to you, Doug? It's huge, 20 inches tall. <laughs> anyway, the town was obviously pretty scared as a whole. Uh, a man named, his first name's E.V. I don't is that Ev? <laughs> Ev Butler, I don't know. He's quoted as saying, nighttime was the feared time. 
around these parts. As the sun set, the entire community on the west side of town went indoors and didn't come out unless necessary. <laughs> Why didn't somebody get a gun and go set up and wait for We're it? getting there. Oh. One of the groups of hunters tracked a creature for three miles. They said that the track showed that there was claws about an inch long and indicated that the animal was about 80 to 90 pounds. A sighting occurred on the 5th, and the track showed two sets, one big and one small. Later that day, a resident said they saw something, they saw a big, they said very big mountain lion near some dogs. She said it ran towards her and she screamed and ran it off. The police chief said that the tracks were bigger than silver dollars. That don't sound that big of a track to me. Silver dollars are tiny. I know. That's what he said, though. That's not a huge track. Maybe oh, for a, a cat it is. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I, that's what he said. He, and they made it sound like it, that was big. I don't know. Huh. Another boy on January 6th said that he saw a big cat and that it was crying like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he just saw a cat and he was sitting there crying. I don't know. That's what he said. Like a baby. That thing was crying like a baby. I didn't kill it. Maybe no. it was just screaming like a. Yeah, I'm sure. Screaming <laughs> like a... January 7th brought more hunters. Up to possibly, they say, 1,000 had come into this town to kill this. And thing. they couldn't find it? And they had no luck. <laughs> so, January 13th, we finally get a resolution, we think. Luther Davis found a bobcat in a trap. He shot it in the head. All right. Woodrow Fusel, which was the mayor, he told the newspapers that the beast was dead. People questioned it because of the size of the creature and how it could not, they didn't think it could cause that much damage, this bobcat. There's a picture, I saw another newspaper article of them holding the bobcat. And I just... How big was it? It... Not big enough to do what this thing was doing. Big enough to crush skulls? No. It wasn't crushing no skulls. I mean, it was not... You could probably find it. I'll try to pull it up or something. It just... I don't think this was what it was, but who knows. Um, Ironically, that same day... So they've been hunting for this creature for this long. This guy finds a bobcat in the trap and shoots it. The same day, a man hit a cat with his car... Which they said looked like a spotted leopard. Um, 20 to 24 inches tall and 75 to 90 pounds. This is pretty wide range. I mean, 20 to 24 inches tall is not a huge range, but 75 to 90 pounds is a pretty big deal. If they hit it with the car, they should have been able to measure it. Yeah. I don't know. Did it die? Yeah, yeah, it died. It did. <laughs> so I don't know why there's so discrepancy on this size <laughs> of that one. Anyway, a third man... Third man that was a professional hunter, he says. PH. Is also credited in some newspapers as killing the beast because he says he killed something else. That was it. He didn't say what? No. There was no description of what he killed. What is wrong with these people? I don't know. Um, but that day it all ended. So we don't know what happened. I know what it was. Eventually, though, one more event happens. Fast forward to December 15, 1954. A farmer found five pigs and three chickens dead with crushed skulls and their legs were torn apart. No blood was found. 
There was a stray dog killed the next day, and everybody claimed that was the killer, even though the tracks did not match. And he said there's no way for the dog to have got the chickens because they were in a tree roosting. Um, but ba- that's pretty much the last thing that ever happened. Hmm. Um, they still today hold an annual festival for the beast in town. Because, <laughs> you know, you got to make money on stuff. Yep. And some people actually believe it was all made up hoax from the get-go. That they just fabricated all of it just to promote the town. And the mayor, uh, the mayor was quoted as saying, a little attention never hurt a town. So. But were people's pets really dying? I, I mean, the reports are out there and the quotes are out there. I don't, I mean, everybody in the town had to be in on it if it wasn't happening. Or they just. A few people were in on it. A few people were in on it and everybody else got scared. And you know how people are. They mm-hmm. see things. So, what do you think? I don't know what to think. <laughs> None of the reports match up. None of their uh, descriptions of it. No, it was all over the place. Oh, and there was happened. another guy that said there was an Indian boy that lived down on the creek. So he was doing it? No, he says that the Indian boy had a, um, a dog. And he believes that his dog was out there killing these things. What well, has a mouth big enough to crush other dogs' skulls? I, I don't know. Um, when he said stuff like that, I was thinking alligator. <sighs> but I don't know why if how the bud disappeared. Well, some people said vampire. <laughs> vampire creature that had a face like a cat yeah I guess I don't know I honestly don't I, I think I think that it was a panther that's what I was thinking or a mountain lion that's what it was um, and why did it stop I, I don't know it moved it on moved these on. things have huge territories and they're going to, you know people believe they're not here and we never see them and they're extinct from this area but a few years ago, there had been a lot of sightings in like the Nashville, Tennessee area. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're supposed to be extinct in Tennessee too, the whole state. Well, they finally came out and admitted, yeah, these are legitimate ones. They are they're they're either a pack of them here. I don't are they called a pack cats? I don't know, I don't know what they're called. A group of them here, yeah. Or they're traveling just huge ranges, and they're and but they it was it was verified. Mm-hmm. I saw. I'm trying to think how long ago. Something else that there was some reports in East Tennessee, which is right here, right across the mountain. And they were, I don't know if they were being verified yet, but they were having a lot of reports coming in. So there's a lot of reports here, but North Carolina Game and Wildlife, Fish and Game, Wildlife, whatever they're called, Fish and Game, mm-hmm. I guess, says no, they're not here. Yeah, it's, mis, all, it's misidentification, always. There's all kinds of people with pictures of them trail yeah. camera pictures but they say no it's a bobcat well bobcats don't have a four foot tail right and they're like well if it is one it wasn't taken here people just make it up and your neighbor took a picture but it's the neighbor's trail cam but it wasn't taken here yeah tommy took pictures over in fines creek yeah i remember that picture yeah he took he took it at it his grandma's weird. house yeah i think i i think that's what it was it was a panther or a mountain lion mm-hmm. whichever and it just moved on. Yep. So, got any opinions, Doug? That thing had a paw print the size of a silver dog. <laughs> I can just see all these hillbillies, nineteen fifty three, and they're hunting a beast. They think <laughs> we're gonna get that beast. 
It's funny. To I me. gotta look up the size of a silver dollar to see if it's as small as I'm thinking. Yeah, look it up. Let's see. It ain't big. Let me see if I can find that newspaper clip and I'll show you guys the picture and we can post that for our listeners to see it on Facebook. Bladenboro Beast. Yeah, here's the picture. It, this is it. That was killing all these animals. Uh, that ain't. That's the size of like a large house cat. <laughs> and the newspaper article says <laughs> Davis, which is the man on the left, and Fusel on the right, and then under the animal it says the beast. <laughs> I just don't think that was it. Right here, Craig. A silver dollar coin, one point zero four three inches. So that's a huge that's track. big as a silver dollar, boys. That's tiny. Yeah, maybe this was all just made up. That's dumb. That don't make any sense. Uh, and then he got this, the mayor got this guy to kill a, a uh, mountain lion he saw. I mean, a bobcat. Trying to see if there's any better pictures. Uh, you say yeah, the, so the newspaper of the lady, let me read you the newspaper report. This is the first page. Almost. Of the lady, this is how it was wrote in their newspaper. It says, Vampire Charges Woman. Oh, my God. <laughs> it says, Bladenboro, a large, some word, I don't know what it is, cat. And then it says cat. That has killed and sucked the blood of at least seven dogs, charged a woman here tonight, but turned and fled back into the swamp when she screamed and her husband rushed into the, onto the scene. Police chief said the animal charged into the yard when she went out the front porch to investigate whimpering dogs. After the incident occurred, the armed posse went out tonight to track down and kill the vampire. Swelled to some 500 people and scores of dogs. I think I'd leave my dog at home. It's killing these dogs. Uh, Mrs. Kinlaw, who is the lady who lives in the Mill Village near Bladenboro Mills on Highway 211, one mile west of here, said she heard the dog whimpering early tonight and went to investigate. Near the dog, she said, was what looked like a big mountain lion. So she did give a description. It raced from three doors down the dirt street in front of her house to a few feet from my porch, then turned back when she screamed and her husband rushed out to the house. A neighbor came to her aid. Chief Force said tracks... This is it. Tracks in the dirt road in front were bigger than a silver dollar. Search party from Wilmington, which tracked the animal last night as it moved a three-mile circle along the edges of the swampy areas, found tracks, which revealed claws. So we went over that. But that's how it was wrote. Vampire charges woman. Good Lord. Vampire. (laughs) So, we will post... I'll get this picture of the newspaper. Actually, you know, the, here's the whole article of, of him killing it, too, but it's too blurry. You can't read it. But, yeah. What do you think? What do you think? I think it probably probably was a vampire. Um, pro- probably a vampire. Um, vampire cat. Vampire cat. Here's another article from the same time. It says, Armed hunting party to seek Bladenborough's vampire beast. 
A vampire beast that sucks the blood from his victims had Bladenboro citizens up in arms today. Armed posses roamed the town after the discovery of three mutilated dog bodies recently. Chief Roy Fors said the body of the latest victim was opened yesterday and contained a few drops of blood. He said the three dogs all had their bottom lip broken and their jaw bones smashed. He said the ears of one dog were chewed off and the tongues of the other was chewed out. Forbes said the vampire probably is a mad wolf. Mad wolf. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, oh. I, I think it's probably either a some kind of wild cat, big, not a bobcat, like mountain lion. Yeah, panther, it was probably. Or it was something the mayor and the town officials came up with to try to bring tourism. They could start Beast Day or whatever. Yeah, I, that's what I, th- I, th- I agree. And I they think, sent out a group to kill all these animals and said, I, let's get this started. I think it was either made up like that for that purpose. Um, they might have thought, oh, we can get enough national attention. We can get a movie made about us and people want to come here. Yeah, yeah, they were they were they were either doing that or it was it was a mountain lion. Yeah. Or they just capitalized on a mountain lion, which I mean, they definitely capitalized on it. They still have, I mean, how many years ago was that? 70, and they still have a festival? Yeah. You know, that's... Uh, when is it? Let's go. Beast Day. Look it up, Doug. Doug. That's Beast a long day. Bladenborough Beast Festival. 2020. Probably moved to 2021, didn't it? I'm sure it is. Here's what it said. It was October. It's October. Meet members of Boost the Bora. Club 13th annual Beast Fest. Okay, so they didn't have it back then. They've got a little uh mascot too. <laughs> what does it look like? <laughs> they have carnival rides, concerts. Alabama was there. No, not really. Jim Quick and Coastline was there. It looks like a bobcat. There's their mascot for Beast. Yeah, it looks weird. You know, all these places have some. Crazy stuff. I don't know. Weird stories in little towns. Doug, what you think it was? Think it's a house cat? Nah, probably not. Doug Man. thinks it was the mayor. The mayor was sucking the blood. Could be the mayor. Maybe it was aliens. It could have been a deranged human, like somebody mental illness, and they captured him and didn't want a town to know. Could have been. That's a good theory. Good theory. Doug, you were around back then. Do you remember this story? I had not. <laughs> They scare everybody up here in town. Friend, I don't know. <laughs> the Bladenboro Beast. All right, well, that's all for this one, I guess. <laughs> Got anything you want to add, anybody? You have anything to add, Doug? You have closing thought, Craig? No, do you? Craig? 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 Uh, now, Craig, you got to put that up on the porch. <laughs> if it falls down, you pick at it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it <laughs> Closing thoughts? No closing thoughts today. All right. I'm sorry. I know that's your favorite part. <laughs> that's all. Somebody listened to this for 48 minutes and one, two seconds just to hear your closing thoughts and you're going to disappoint them. All right. I'll give you a closing thought. I want to give you all a suggestion, a reading suggestion all of right. the day. Go read a story by William Faulkner called The Bear. I think you'll enjoy it. Good stuff. It's pretty short. It won't take you long to read it. 
You can even find it on the internet. The whole thing. For free. Good. Closing thought. That's all from Nick today. I'm Nick. That's it. I'm Craig. And this has been another episode. <coughs> of Messer. Messer Brothers. Brothers Presents. Presents. See y'all later. Take it easy.